Before we get started, I want to let you know about some changes we're making for our Patreon subscribers. Now at all levels, we are adding a little extra at the end of our weekly shows just after our tagline for all levels of membership. So for $1, you get the show plus an extra 10 to 20 minutes of show after the free show is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we're borrowing from Bob Seska's idea. At the $5 level, you get the extra part of the show plus one video sketch per month. And at the $10 level, you get all of that plus an additional video sketch per month. Thank you to all who are currently subscribing and to our future Patreon subscribers. Now onto the show. Always busy. You're like the busiest person I know. <laughs> With my podcast. With your, you're a professional nightclub. podcaster. And my novel. And your novel, which you should start. <laughs> we could do another tier for you reading chapters. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that'll get a big following. Why not? I mean, it would, but you have to start at the beginning. Right. Chapter seven, what's going on? Well, yeah. Well, everybody can still access all 24 videos that are up. So this would be the beginning of my audio book. I should start practicing my audio book. You should. You should. I agree. I think that's a grand plan. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shocking. Professional podcaster. Professional podcaster. You put that on a card. And ladies and gentlemen, just listen to this for a second. That's money. It is money. It's in a, it's in check form, but it's money, and it will clear. I have the money in the account. Um, that much money? That much? You didn't have to mortgage anything? Not today. Okay. Not today. It's not much less than my mortgage. My mortgage is very low. So I feel like a baller now, kind of. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, there's, uh, there's stuff we're going to talk about. Welcome to from it. the bunker, sitting across Jody's from me welcome you. with his uh, brand new uh, quarterly paycheck. Uh, yay! One eight months doing it on Patreon. Nice. Thank you. Oh, by the way, thank you. Thank you to everybody. And, and, uh, free free folks, Patreons, we love you all. We're going to start trying now. We're going to really start trying now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you need to email us, email us at info at from-the-bunker.com. We also have Don't swag. we have enough money just to buy from the bunker.com at this point? No. It's, it's, it's very like expensive. A, really? Yeah. Millions? It's very expensive. It's oh, not that God. high, but it's it's expensive. Hey, dude, give a give a brother a break. I know. Um. Uh. Yeah. Email to then and from dash dash bunker dot com is our web address. Because people go to websites a lot now. They do. Um. But that's where you can get our swag. Go to the the. Where's our app? We I want an app. I can't. I don't know how. To, you're lucky that this gets posted online at all. I know. And then I can put it on my Facebook page, <laughs> and my mom can read it. <laughs> Uh, David Shockett is sitting across from me, professional podcaster. True. I, I think you should get a card that says that because that's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Quality since 1964. <laughs> there you go. Okay, speaking of years, I found out. Speaking of years. Speaking of years. That's a pretty broad, it's a broad topic. topic. Speaking of the 60s, I found out the other day that I am two days older than Kellyanne Conway. Okay. She seems older, like, by a lot than I am. Lying ages you. Hate ages you. Remember yeah. when her, she got her facelift? Because she did look better. Like, like it was about a year or two ago. I don't focus that much on her in any she way, did. in any way that you would deem the word focus to mean. Right. But she she was looking not good. And then all of a sudden, like, she hey was man, disappeared don't be for about months. Appe- professional women's appearance. No, I don't have a problem with that. I thought she had a nice facelift. She didn't admit to it, but it's obvious. But I, then I found out she's only, she's two days younger than I am. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm good. I'm good. 
Maybe she's been using the same filters that her kid was using. Her kid. God bless her kid. God bless her kid. So, speaking of also people who look older than I am but are younger, Mark Short. The former chief of staff to Vice President Pence. Uh, He's three years younger than I am. Okay. Dude, everyone's younger than me. Let's just be clear about that. Well, not everybody. More than half. (laughs) More than half. I'm barely younger than you. Um, he is cooperating with the January 6th committee. And his position was chief of staff. Chief of staff for Vice President Isn't, Michael Pence. Wasn't it, what was Olivia? Oh, she was his head of uh, like intelligence. Olivia, what's her name? I forget. The Republican. She went in front of the 9-11 commission and told oh, yeah, her story. Yeah, yeah. I don't I remember. I keep thinking Olivia Coleman, but it's something else. It's Olivia not. Troy. There you go. Wasn't she? I thought she was his chief of staff. She might have been. Oh, they probably replaced was, him with with Short after they fired her for telling the truth to everyone. He was uh, Short was his was Trump's legislative director for the first eighteen months of Trump's administration. So you're in on everything. He knows a lot. Um, and yet, Mark Meadows all of a sudden decide changes his mind is not going to cooperate. You know why that is? I do. Do you want to tell people? You can tell him. I saw it t- the second I saw that on the news today. I'm like, I'm gonna. You have to get ready to mark this. I'm. I said to myself, you got to be f- kidding me, because Steve Bannon's trial date was set for July, July 2022, yep. and Mark Meadows saw that and said, "F. What the hell am I going to do? I got. I got another eight months, seven, eight months. I can kill here before there are any real consequences, consequences to this, and I can see how things play out. And that's that's part of the. And and by the way, once that came over the loudspeaker over the presses uh, in the cafetorium <laughs> uh, representative Ted Lieu um, has basically demanded that Congress allow themselves to order inherent contempt because apparently it's there but not um, and so uh, Ted Lieu rightfully so wants inherent contempt to be <clears throat> A thing that we can actually utilize. Um, uh, explain inherent contempt to me. Inherent contempt, basically, there used to be a jail. I mean, I know what it means. I mean, just explain it to our listeners. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Well, basically, inherent contempt, um, the House, if you refuse to show up for, and Mark Meadows was arguing, oh, well, we had this deal, and and it's like, because so just in and of itself, it becomes a crime. You don't have to go. You don't have to do all the ridiculous hand wringing. Yeah, it's July eighteenth. By the way, is the criminal contempt case against Bannon? Um, Ted Lieu tweeted, uh, "Bannon's contempt trial doesn't take place until July." Mark Meadows knows he can delay his subpoena compliance even longer. Oh, so I'm not the other only idiot who thought of this. No, uh, this is why we need to pass our inherent contempt legislation now. Otherwise, congressional subpoenas will remain meaningless. Basically, if Congress votes for inherent contempt, then that person is arrested immediately. Sorry. There used to be a jail downstairs in the house. It's no longer there. I say throw them in there anyway. Whatever it, like it a, is. like a dungeon in Game of Thrones. Whatever where they kept, it is. Where they kept reek. I think it's a storage facility now. Sure. I don't care. Make it back into a cell. Sergeant of arms and throw them in. Do it. Um, People are so scared of violating norms. Well, it's... It, they need to, uh, Val Demings. Actually, they're not. We are. The House needs to pass legislation by representatives Dean, Ciceline, Nagus, Demings, Raskin, and Ted Lieu so that they can execute Congress's inherent contempt power. Because it's pointless if they have to keep referring to DOJ and DOJ right now, just on the January 6th 
crap alone has over 650 people that they're going to have to go through the system. And normally they don't have that many people for and one pro- case. And process this. Right. That's a lot of people being arrested for one thing. I'm, I'm going to tie this in, but do we know when we're hearing back on the Mississippi case from SCOTUS? June. Oh, so it's not till June. Okay. Because... At the soonest. I'm beginning to think that, you know, there may be some sort of value here in Republicans overplaying their hand. Like whether it's with abortion, whether it's voting rights, there might be a point where they push cinema and mansion and some of these other conservative Democrats so far. It's like, Jesus, dude, you're not even giving us any wiggle room to 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 hang on to the institutions, to hang on to whatever our traditions and norms have been. You're making it impossible. You're now making us look like fools. Now we have to get rid of the filibuster because the filibuster is gone. Right. But when Mitch McConnell are, becomes the the filibuster is already oh, gone. It's, gone. it's like we need to wake up and 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 recognize that fact. I mean, the fact that he got rid of it last time, Harry Harry Reid just gave him a fig leaf yeah. by get ridding, getting rid of the filibuster. For federal for, judges. Because they were slow rolling every single Obama appointment. Well, they were stopping it. But even if, even if Harry Reid had not done that, done. Mitch McConnell would have done it anyway because he saw his chance to grab Supreme Court seats. That's his you know, golden ring, his holy grail, whatever Absolutely. you want to call it. And things are getting so ugly and they're getting so adversarial and combative. There's those old days are over. They're not coming back. People need to be kind of wake up that we're in a new reality. Now mm-hmm. we're in a, we're in a, a fist fight. A 200 year fist fight is now mm-hmm. turned into a knife fight. Mm-hmm. We have to start picking up our knives and McConnell will absolutely get rid of the filibuster when he needs it to get something essential to mm-hmm. finally put the nail in our coffin. So we might as well get it, get as much as we can out of it while we can, because it's already gone and we need to act as if it is. Well, here's, here's, here is my suggestion to because everybody, uh, Stacey Abrams, who is running for the governorship of Georgia, go Georgia. That's go, fantastic. Go the turn, because the turnout, she's a turnout machine in she that is. state. But the problem is so that's great for for Warnick. Yeah, except for Georgia passed that law where the legislature can overturn any election. I think I don't think it's going to be that close. I think that they might turn it over for a hundred thousand vote difference. I don't think they turn it over for a million vote difference. I don't know. They can. I don't think they will for a million. I think I think it needs to be. I, I think know. I think she can create a blowout. And now they have Purdue running to the right of Kemp. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to have a primary. Stacey's not going to have a primary. No, no she's you know, not. My, you know my friend. Sta- you know my friend Stacey. Your buddy. Your yeah. pal. No, but but with with um, I lost my train of thought. With. We can go back to the inherent contempt. Is that where you want to go back to? No, I want to go back to filibustering. Okay, so with regard to voting rights. Stacey Abrams and others have said, let's, if we don't want to get rid Mansion and Cinema and a few others in the Democratic side that may not want to get rid of it completely. Um, if we. Joe they, Biden. Joe's fine with it right now for well, voting he, rights. He's fine with it. He's been late to the party, though, and he's not been well, as vocal as we like. He's an old school like. senator. I mean, yeah. you know. Um, <clears throat> they're all saying just voting rights in general. Because voting rights can be taken away then at the federal level. It should be only to grant rights, not to take rights away if we're going to carve it out, or just for those three specific pieces of legislation. Which Manchin's voting bill actually I mean, answers if, if the gonna, Georgia law. If you're going to start filibuster cherry picking, then it doesn't even matter because then they'll do the same thing. Right. Oh, we're just going to do it for this. We're just going to do it for tax law now. Well, they're going to do, do it for this. the the debt ceiling is about to be hit again. Why they just don't raise the debt ceiling to, to, to $500 trillion and be done with this nonsense, I don't understand. One in 99 zeros. Raise it to one Google. Yeah. It sh- we shouldn't have it to begin with. It's just dumb. Um, but m- they are threatening again to blow it up. And McConnell's like, oh, if you do that, well, you're still not the majority leader. And I think I, I've heard 
back and forth with Manchin regarding, because it's his voting rights bill, Mm -hmm. which actually does answer Georgia's law about overturning an election. Same with Texas. They have a similar law. But they are now being sued by Merrick Garland because of that, and plus their gerrymandering. Which is good, but that that those that that lawsuit ends up going to the Supreme Court anyway. Goes to a six three Supreme Court. We have four people that are so firmly entrenched into <clears throat> turning this into Gilead. I don't I don't know what we're going to do. Well, here's the other thing: there in uh, our Constitution, I believe part of Article three, which is for the judiciary, Congress in Article one has the right to regulate the Supreme Court, which includes. If Congress passes a law, they can literally write into the law, this cannot be up for judicial review. I was unaware of that. We should do that more often. We should. Like always. Like with reproductive rights. Because there is a bill in Congress ready to go. Uh, well, that, that's my point. If, they, if, they, if all of a sudden all these states start wiping out Roe v. Wade or, or making it six weeks of, you know, until... That's Texas. But, but let's say every state, every red state starts passing these laws... That's a massive vote. And think who it affects. It affects Republican women and it affects poor women and, you know, minorities, everything. It, it obviously affects, like, Democratic women in Democrat, red, blue states aren't going to have trouble getting abortions, you know. Same and with wealthy, Republican wealthy women, women in aren't blue gonna, states. Wealthy Republican women aren't going to have any trouble flying out to get. I would actually have them send in their, you know, if I'm an abortion clinic in blue state America and somebody from Mississippi one is flying in, I was like, yeah, I need a little more information. I want to see your social media. I want to see this. I want to see that. If you're one of the people that back this law, it's F you. We're not, we're not providing services for you. Because you don't live here you, anyway. You should pick and choose. Well, and, and the thing is, is, is what's going to, what my take is that with the Texas- Enjoy being an incubator and then giving your baby up for you adoption. You mean an, earth, an earthen earth vessel? vessel? An earthen vessel. Is that Madison Coth? What yes, idiot said was. that? Yes, it was. It um, was. Crippled Hitler? <laughs> People think he was in the army. No, he was. He had a car accident. That's why he's in a wheelchair. Was this one of the times he was trapping women in their car and wouldn't let them out? A real thing. Google that, by the way. You know that, right? I, I do know that. He and abused I, women in college, mm-hmm. and he would get them in their cars, and he, he would lock the door and not let them out. Okay. Creepy Lovely McCreepstein. guy. Lovely guy. Um, the, what's going to happen is the Texas law will not be upheld in the Supreme Court. It won't, because that's a six-week ban. Well, the, that, I mean, I, I, they're saying this now. What I was saying then, the Texas law is giving them a fig leaf to say, "See how fair we are. Exactly. We didn't. We didn't. Pass, we we struck down the Texas law, but you know, we we just we just we just consider the law. It's another fig leaf." When well, Amy Barrett, because the Texas law is absurd. It is absurd. It's and, a bounty law. Well, and uh, California could pass a similar law saying for gun control. Dude, I mean, I think they should allow abortion up to third grade, but that's just me. Cute. Um. Well, here's the deal. You better be on your best behavior, Junior. Young lady. Uh, there are 26, I believe, states that if Roe is changed to this extreme, they have trigger laws. Like right now, Roe is the law of the land up to 24 weeks, unless the life of the mother is at stake. Is it, what is it 12 or 4? What is the Mississippi law? 15. 15 weeks. Which, by the way, a lot of fetal abnormalities are not discovered until the 20th week. So you could be carrying around a dead fetus for all you know. And can't uh, terminate that pregnancy, which could literally kill you. And Amy Coney Barrett, I'm sorry, Amy Coney Island, I mean, Amy Barrett, I mean, Gilead's lady, the handmaid. She literally said, well, what about safe haven laws? So you're going to force this person to carry. Well, what does she have, like 36 kids herself? She's got a lot. She's got like a Brady bunch of kids, right? But that's her choice. A Brady bunch of kids. I'm part of a Brady bunch and a half. That's, met- that's metric, by the way. That is. Um. She basically was like, well, what about safe haven laws? They weren't around during Roe. She is correct. 
but still forcing a human being to carry a fetus to term. And then puts, squeeze it out of your, a tiny little vagina, a Yeah, because ball. most likely you don't have the capability of a nice little C-section in three days in the hospital if you're being forced to do that to begin with. And secondly... And we have no paid leave. It's no paid leave, exactly. Jeez. And she's like, well, you can just drop it. You're forcing this human being to potentially put her life at risk. Well, she's an earth investment. To put Created her life God. at risk for 36 to 40 weeks because pregnancy is very deadly to women. Not only just the act of being pre- like oh, you the mean even though we're in 2021, our infant mortality rate maternal and mortality maternal mortality rate huge. during birth is, is going up, not down. Yeah. And there was a study that came out, it, it goes, it went up until 2017, maybe 2018, that pregnant women and girls are 14 times more likely to be killed by a significant other than unpregnant women or girls because their parents find out or the husband or the boyfriend and they kill so them. So this is America's version of, uh, what is it called, uh, honor killings. Well, in a sense, a lot of women and girls that become pregnant... Or they have an incensed, barely significant, insignificant other who doesn't want to be strapped down or to a kid or child support or whatever it was. Whatever Ray, it may Ray be. Carruth, yes. the football, the wide receiver for the uh, Yeah, when he killed her, yeah. I mean, this this being pregnant puts a woman at 14 times more risk of a violent Didn't death. Didn't kill her, paid somebody else to kill her. He did. Was involved and trapped her in in traffic and shot her dead in her shot, car. I remember that very well. Got Sharika it. Adams, I think. Yes, is that, I think is that that's name right. I'm not, I'm not 100%, but it sounds right. And I saw, it was and a news report. she was talking when she... Yeah, yeah, it was like a 60, it was like a, might have been a 60 minutes, but the grandmother is raising... The, the child, who's he's fairly disabled, mm. and he looks just like his dad, mm. and it's just, God, it breaks your heart. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, women are 14 times more likely to be killed if they are pregnant. Oh, you realize they don't care. Oh. Spoiler alert, they don't care. I've decided that the GOP are the baby killers. They don't care. No, they don't. Couldn't care less. They're certainly the baby abandoners, that's for sure. Well. Ch- they're, they're, they're the party of child neglect. They're the party of pro-gun. Who kills children? Well, you know, if you're pro-life, you're also pro-prenatal care, post-natal care, pro-increased WIC funding, pro- Snap, uh, all of pro, that. Pro-family leave, mm-hmm. pro-pre-K, pro-family mm-hmm. uh, uh, child lunch programs mm-hmm. for underprivileged kids. You're pro all those things. If you're really pro-family you know how much better and a student you are if you're not hungry in school? Do you know how much better your chances are of succeeding in the world if you get nursery school before kindergarten? Absolutely. It's, it's insane, the numbers. And they're not for any of those no. things. No. They're for, you know me, I, they're for strapping women down with brats to keep them out of the workplace, keep them out of Congress, keep them out of the way. This is a deal. I hate to say patriarchy. It's such a, like, it's like woke. It's so but 20, it's true. It's so 2020. But it's true. But yeah, it's like, we want men running stuff. And the only way we can get, get oh, men. white to, men. Be well, specific. <laughs> is there any other kind? Um, we want men running everything. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is to keep women out of the way. And the best way to keep women out of the way is to strap them down with a bunch of squalling brats. Well, and that's what people are not realizing is um, not only Griswold, Loving, um, uh, and and uh, marriage equality were all decided similarly under the same amendments as Roe was. So once you are... Was Loving the, 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 misogyny, the misogyny law? No, no, no. Loving versus Virginia was uh, interracial marriage. Well, isn't that miscegenation? I, I do know. Okay. Well, I yes. do know that word. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, so yeah. Loving was decided in 1967 that allowed people of different races to get married. 
That can be oh, overturned in a New York That's minute. still going on? It still happens. I know people. Oh, it's on every single TV commercial, you mean? Well, and I have friends that are. And uh, You have friends that are interracially married? You I are know. very, Isn't that very weird? liberal. Isn't that weird? Well, one, I like how open, I like how tolerant you are. I know, ain't I? <laughs> um, one couple, though, they're, they're Trump supporters. What a terrible word, tolerant. It's a, it's a weird word. Uh, one couple I know that is an interracial couple are, are Trump supporters. So they like the Amy Coney's and they like the Brett Kavanaugh's that might the, overrule bet, their own marriage. I bet they're the Jesus lovers too. They say so. Yeah. Um, but they, they voted for those three people to be on the Supreme Court that, that Trump, that Donald put on. Um, and their marriage might be annulled. I hate to get into the whole will. meme thing, but I read this the other day and uh, it's worth noting. Five of the nine Supreme mm-hmm. Court justices were appointed by a president who lost the popular yep. vote and confirmed mm-hmm. by a Senate, quote, majority representing 41 million fewer Less, votes yes. than the, quote, unquote, minority. Yes, the 50 okay. senators that are the GOP so if people represent running 40 the show million less people, an entire we've, state. We've, that we've nominated and we've elected. Mm-hmm. Don't start acknowledging how badly we're being screwed and cheated and do something about it now. They're not worth supporting anymore. I mean, like I've said, there's 40 million more of us than them. If it was the reverse, we'd be in re-education camps right now. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that's and the we're other barely thing. treading water against these people. Well, and also Griswold would be... Oh, by the way, and I mean these people in the most pejorative sense of the word. boy. <laughs> um, and and uh, Griswold would be overturned, which allows birth control for the ladies. My understanding is that there is legitimate you know, judicial scholarship that says that Griswold... I'm not sure if it's Griswold or Roe, was not really great. It wasn't really a great decision in terms of the, the what the existing law was. I think it was actually Roe that actually... Well, it's under the 14th and 8th are, Amendments. There, are, there, are real, there is serious scholarship that really questions exactly how they came to I that decision. I think they came to it under 4, 8, and I mean, I'm 14. I'm glad they did. I think 4, 8, and 14. 4 being you have ownership of your person, which would mean inside your person. So the Fourth Amendment stops illegal search and seizure, which would mean the government can't control what I put in my body. Because it's private. As long as Is I'm Susan not hurting Collins somebody going to go to work after this decision? He said it settled. He said Roe, he, he said it settled law. He said he was starry decisis, he believes. Well, no, now she's all in support of the bills that are in the Senate and in the House codifying it Gee, into thanks. Law. Get nine others, then, then come back. Until then, shut the f- up. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. She can just kiss my long, wide, wrinkly man butt. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's it's not good. Real imagery going on there. It's really not good. It's old man butt. <sighs> <laughs> um, oh, and speaking of uh, uh, GOP and their love for guns, <clears throat> um, did you see Representative Massey's Christmas picture? Uh, is he in a tight re-election race? You mean everybody armed to the teeth and him with with an assault weapon that he I don't think is M16. legally... He's a, that he probably has no idea how to operate? It's an M16. And one of, I believe it's the youngest person in the picture, is literally pointing her little gun to his wife's head. If Good o- gun. If, if, only, if only we could have had a rust moment. And um, uh, Can you imagine? And this is literally days after the Michigan... Killing. It was because it was days after the Michigan killing. That's these an people, accident. These people are not pro-child by any stretch of the imagination. When the Crumblies, which actually is the perfect name for that family, um, 
You're saying they were trying to get to Canada. That's what I. That's the, like if you're trying to, if you're not a people of means, and you're tr- and you're fugitives on the run, and you want to go and make and make a run for another country, and Canada is not the place to go. Because no, um, they'll send you back. That's a plan you have to have months in advance. You know, did they really think? Did they really just? Did they want time they just to kind of get their affairs together, or were they really planning on trying to flee? They were. They were fleeing, and and they basically left their son in jail. With a nice little public defender. You mean their son who is literally begging for, for help? help? Yeah, that one. Voices in my head won't stop. Help. Mm-hmm. I need help. It's not that I don't blame him, but it's not like he didn't tell you. Yeah, there, it's not like, oh, we didn't see the signs. People that are deranged are deranged. Their brains don't work, just like they have cancer. And he, when he wrote, when the, the teachers found what he was, he was ordering ammo on his cell phone at school. Oh, he was searching for ammo. Searching for it. And so the teachers find that, plus those drawings where I need help is literally written down. Parents come in, don't take him out, and then she texts him, oh, LOL, don't get caught. I think she didn't mean don't get caught shooting people. She meant don't get caught Googling for ammo. Googling for ammo. But still, not parent of the year. No, that means people are garbage. They're and I'm garbage. glad they're being held accountable because uh, mostly parents Hey, Rick don't. Schroeder, are you going to cough up some money for their bail? Probably. Probably. I mean, he's horrid. Rick Schroeder, bad actor. Well, he was a good actor in The Champ, and that was about it. Then he was you know, you tell your kid to think about his dog getting run hit by a car, and then you can get him to cry, and then you move on to your next scene. Yeah. He was very good in that. Come on, Chip. Him and John Voight. Who would have thunk? Of all, I who know. Who would have thunk? I know. Who, who was the, the, was it Faye Dunaway? Who was the, who was the, who was the love interest in The Champ? Uh, love interest in The Champ. Or you can just IMDb champ, and it's going to be the third lead. Wikipedia cast. Here we go. Faye Dunaway. Ah, call it. Was Annie Phillips? I think she was a Gator. Go Gators. Um, it's quite the uh, cast. Anyway, um, I'm a fan of the Faye Dunaway. She's fantastic. Yep. Apparently not a nice lady. No, but uh, apparently not very nice. Not a good sense of humor. Very talented. Very talented, but not. I such think a lot, a good I think some of the reviews on her on uh, Mommy Dearest was over that she was over the top. I thought she, she was. was I over thought the she top. was sensational. She chewed scenery left and right. In but that. I mean, that's the kind of person Joan Crawford was. She was. Can I tell you a story? Is it a Joan Crawford story? Yeah. Is it a name dropping story? Because if it is, well, I but, want it. And it was. This was in public, so it's not like it wasn't in public. People in the restaurant at the Start time. Start dropping. Witness this. So my mom is having dinner at Chasen's. You remember that restaurant of in Beverly Hills? Of course. Old Money, Beverly Boulevard, and Doheny, Chasen. Started as a chili stand, by the way. In what, 1930? Yeah. It started as a chili stand and became... They always sold their chili. It was very good chili. Um, they had really good Sundays. Anyway, so my mom and my dad were having <clears> dinner <throat> there, like when my mom's show was still on the TV machine. Sixth or seventh season, something like that. I don't know why we weren't there, but whatever. Your mom's show ran for 11 years, dude. It ran for 11 years. Not six or seven. No, it was just probably during the sixth or seventh season. Oh, God. Okay. And um, she's- <laughs> Sorry to have to school you on your mom. I think I know how long the show ran. Plus uh, summer, four summer shows. Anyway. 11 um, years of neglect. 11 years of having to play a dinty more stew out of a can because my mm, mom was working. Not at all. Okay. Not even a little bit. Sure. Um, not even a little. I liked dinty more at the time. Um, wasn't allowed to do it. We had I don't actual know, I food. Of dinty more. Uh, anyway, Jason's go. So they're sitting having dinner. And I don't know if they were with another couple or not, but regardless. So they're in a booth, and she feels <laughs> my mom's sitting, and she feels this arm come up and grab her arm, and she looks up, 
but realizes there's a woman crawling on the floor. Oh, okay. And it was Joan Crawford. Oh, I thought you were giving me a Faye Dunaway story. You give me a Joan Crawford story, that's even better. And she said, I love you. I think you're funny. And Why was she on the floor? I don't, Mom's like, "Why are you? Get up! You're Joan Crawford, you know." She's like, "Oh, I love your imitations of me. I think they're fantastic." And da da da. And it was like she was crawling. Oh, that's right. She did a uh, uh, what's the movie? The Joan Crawford. She did movie? Mildred Fierce. Mildred, Mildred Fierce. That's well, my it. mom called it Mildred Fierce. It was yes, Mildred, Mildred Pierce, Pierce. But mom did Mildred Fierce, and it's very funny. Vicky was very funny. Because she also did Norma the Great. She also did Norma Desmond. Yes. Oh, and and she uh, 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 her name is escaping me. Gloria Swanson loved that too. She was on my mom's show. Unfortunately, it ruined her career. It did. She was only 50. Yes. But uh, it did to her career what uh, Psycho did to Tony Perkins' career. Like, he was considered a great up-and-coming leading man, and Psycho ruined his career. It's too bad. Well, people got typecast then. They don't so much anymore. No, and Gloria Swanson loved my mom doing Nora Testament. She was like, this is brilliant. Uh, But yeah, Joan Crawford was very nice, but she was literally like on the ground. And my mom's like, Like please stand up, Miss Crawford. Like she was genuflecting in front of your mom? I thought maybe she was drunk and collapsed and crawled over your mom. No, I don't think so, because mom just noticed this person, and she she stood her up. So this was circa 70s? In the 70s. Okay, got it. Um, So she wasn't like 80. She was probably in her 60s at that point. Yeah. I mean, wasn't she doing her daughter's soap opera in the 70s? Playing her oh, daughter's that's right. she went into, character. Oh god! That's Remember bizarre. that scene in the film? Like even had to upstage her daughter's tiny little bit of success. What was the name of the actress who put her daughter in the movie? She was also oh, in um, Extremities. She's fantastic. She was in Extremities with Farrah Fawcett and Alfred Woodard. I don't know how I know this. I never saw Extremities. Extremities is great. You should yeah. see that. James, uh, Ren- uh, Ron- uh, the guy who played had the coffee thrown in his face in Fast Times at Richmond High is the character actor that played the rapist. James, it's not James Remar. It's James something. I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, Diana Scarwood. Diana Scarwood, very good actress. A fantastic actress. She's so good in that. She's a good actor. Yep. I'm, I'm a fan. We have just gone way off on that's okay. Land. Are, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody minds getting away <laughs> from the freaking misery that's going on um, and the fact that our demise is imminent. Did I mention Devin Nunes? Oh, yeah, we started on Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes. <laughs> Does he think this is a fantastic opportunity? Oh, Devin Nunes is not running again. Devin Nunes right. is ca- so maybe he can decided. stop suing Devin Nunes's cow. Yeah, he's leaving. Does he think he can't win again, or does he think running he's Trump's media empire? Like he's not a genius. What does he know about running, being a CEO of a media empire? I don't know, but he's, it's a media company because Trump doesn't really have any empires anymore. It's not even that he's not running. He's leaving at the end of this year. So who fills the seat? They're going to do a special election. They're going to have to in, in the Fresno area. Which has not been redistricted completely yet. Um, oh, so he's getting out while the getting's good. Maybe he probably he know he know he knows something bad. He's just trying to get as far away from the stink as he possibly can. Well, he won't be reelected because his district is being uh, not. It's not safe for him anymore there to be reelected. So, which is good. We don't want him. Uh, him but the fact that he knew nothing about January six seems impossible to me. He knew everything about that. Um. So he's going to run the Trump Media and Technology Group but as I th- its CEO. I think, I think, like resigning your seat immediately is weird. It's the equivalent of like uh, Aaron Hernandez like bre- smashing his cell phone so people won't get his texts and phone calls. It's like, dude, that ain't gonna work. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Well, and Katie Hill apparently yesterday tweeted. I'm gonna paraphrase because I just heard it on Ms. Miller's show this morning when I was there. Um and. <laughs> Basically, she tweeted out something saying, yeah, I was with him on committees. He is not a smart man. No. Is Katie Hill the one who got slut-shamed out of Congress? Yes. You're not confusing her with Katie Porter. 
No, Katie who we Hill. love, who's brilliant. She's brilliant. No, it was Katie Hill. She goes, I've been on. I drove 40 mile, 45 mile round trips twice to Canvas for her in her very purple district. And so I was very, very bummed when she got forced out of office. Well, she, you know, Democrats tend to do the right thing. That wasn't the right thing to do. She didn't do anything wrong. I agree. She was, she was. She was, what is it called when your ex puts uh, porn, porn around? Uh, revenge. Um, revenge porn. That's it. It's revenge porn. What a pile of garbage. Yeah, it is. Um, and also the um, the company that that Nunes is going to be the CEO of is already she under. She put that in finger quotes, by the way. Is already under SEC investigation for how they raise their money to Something do whatever. Something like that. Um, and you know there were a bunch of short sales. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. At some point, there's something happening in the state of New York. Something happened in Manhattan. There's something happening in Georgia. Is Trump ever? Is Trump going to be indicted for a felony in the next year? I need you on the record. Yes or no? I think so. That's, okay. So you're you're going with yes as your yeah, guess. I'm going with yes. Trump will be indicted for a felony within the next year. I think so. Okay. Um, I don't know if it'll be federal. I'm going to go with Georgia first, just because they. It's got, like why it's not? F that motherfucker up. Yeah. If you have enough evidence, um, New York and Georgia even have. If you're not sure, who cares? You know how many people get get indicted without bulletproof evidence every day. Well, and um, uh, Merrick Garland's immediate underperson. I don't know her name. She's the assistant AG, I guess. Sure. Um, she's basically told all of her everybody at the DOJ, if you think you have a case against anybody, make it. Make it, even if you fail. Because the DOJ and others usually don't like to, especially the DOJ, they Nobody don't like to, to fail. They don't like to fail. No prosecutor. But so, once you pick up, once you pull up, pull you up a rock, do it. there's worms, there's things, there's all sorts of stuff underneath that crawl out that lead you in other directions. Exactly. And so and, she um, basically said to her- You don't have to start a fishing expedition with people that you no. don't have evidence on, but if you have real evidence that you believe could sway a jury, why not? I agree. I agree 100%. And because, you know-, you know Merrick Garland, so far, unless he's just keeping his cards close to his vest, you know, there's 10 counts of obstruction of justice. Wait, well, he just Ra- admitted to it on Fox News the Ra- other night. Rachel the other day was calling out the Justice Department. It's like, hey, bro, this is obstruction of justice. Well, some Okay, so I listened to Hashtag Sisters in Law, which has Jill Weinbanks, Joy Celine, uh, uh, Barb McQuaid, and um, Kim, uh, Kim Store. What's her middle doesn't matter. Smart and tough. Anyway, all of them smart all and lawyers. Tough. All smart, all tough. And Joyce Vance and Barb McQuaid both worked for DOJ. And I believe <clears> it was either both of them or at least one of the, those two ladies were in the appellate division. Merrick Garland comes from the appellate courts. So his rulings were always about, was this done right mm-hmm. or not? He's a very fair jurist, according to everybody. Obviously. So a lot of people, and rightfully so, they're, and Joyce Vance and, and, and Barb McQuaid have both said, look, which is why everybody's like, why is it taking so long to even charge Steve Bannon? Well, they have to give the defense all sorts of discovery, and they got to make sure that what they're, what the indictment states is appeals proof. And that's, I think, how Garland is running the DOJ. He wants it to be as appeal proof as possible, which is, it's harder when sure. you're thinking that way, but I kind of understand it, especially when you're going after the I ex-president. Just wanted, I, I'm just hoping that he, I can't imagine he doesn't understand the gravity of the situation, of appreciate the gravity of the situation, and not be a guy who's so bound by these norms. You know, for years, it's just been, oh, we don't want to violate any norms. No, Donald Trump's the last like, guy. Norms. I don't, what do I care about? Is it against the law or not? Who cares if the last 40 years they've turned over their tax returns? Do, does, do I have to do it by law? Okay. 
Right. Who cares? Well, Who cares and, that somebody did this? And, Death by law? No. Okay. I want to say that Lawrence Tribe is like, dude, he's going to run out the obstruction counts. My view is, and it hasn't been tested yet, if the DOJ's stupid memo that says you cannot prosecute a sitting president... That's got to be tossed out yesterday. Well, yeah. But that started with Nixon and then Clinton upheld it for obvious reasons. But it's not a law. It's not a law. It's a, it's a memo. It's a Justice Department policy. Exactly. But my view is if, if that's the case, then once somebody is in the presidency, he or she has four to eight years, which means the statute of limitations shouldn't start until they've left office. Like if they commit the crime before getting into <clears throat> office and it has to do with being, say, the presidenting, like Donald Trump did, or while he was in office with Comey, then the, the, the statute of limitations, the years, don't start while he, when he did the crime. They start after he's left office. Because yeah, if you that, can't prosecute common, that him, that should be common sense. Yeah, if you can't prosecute him during the time period that is in the five-year statute, then he's just going to run for re-election to avoid being indicted. Right. So, we don't want presidents who are running to offer to get into the White House so that they can stay out of the jail. Yeah. That's basically what we have. Well, is he running again or not? Um, my view is this. Um, depending well, on the twenty-two. Avon. Maybe that's Avon calling. It is not Avon. It's the, go ahead. Uh, it's the maybe someone's selling magic dirt. Oh God. I just heard about that last week. My brain almost imploded. People are stupid. Um, uh, 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 Avon lady, wait, where were we? <laughs> I have the old timers. Um, with regard to statutes of limitations, he admitted on TV the other night that he fired Comey so that he wouldn't go to prison. So the Russian investigation would go away and ruin his presidency. He just, hi. I think they're collecting that and go. But yeah, Lawrence Tribe basically said he thinks that Merrick Garland's going to wait until the five years is up, which is next year. And I'm like, that's why the statute shouldn't start. If you cannot. So you're saying he thinks Merrick Garland's going to wait for what? For he the thinks Merrick to run Garland's out? going, yeah, for it to run out. Go, oh, it's too late to charge him oh, so with he's the not, obstruction. He's not confident in Merrick Garland's, let's say, vigilance. On the obstruction stuff. On the Mueller country. On the Mueller report stuff, which is just one problem. Not even January 6th, because that's that statute just started this year. So we have time on that one. But the obstruction, it's five years, I believe, um, once you've started. But he continued to obstruct. To me, that's a continuing crime, regardless of when it started. It's continuing the same crime. So why, what's his rationale why, or what's his reasoning why he believes Merrick Garland wants to let that run because out? Because It's too much of a headache? Yeah, but cause, because Garland's DOJ, first off, is tight as a drum. I mean, it's like the Mueller investigation. We got no leaks out of them. And Merrick Garland's DOJ is very much the same. He's like, no leaks, which I like. I actually heard him testify recently, and it was it was not as unnerving as Mueller, but he's not a great speaker. Like, no. you know, Mueller's biggest crime was he wasn't good on TV. Right. Unfortunately. Like, you expect a, a steely tone. You, I expected more of an Elliot Ness. Well. And I got a little more of an older Jimmy Stewart. Well, I think that uh, maybe 20 years ago, he would have been more Elliot Ness. But he wasn't. Right. And that was the problem. He came across as a little doddering. I'm sure he's not. But not everybody's a great public speaker. Not everybody's great on TV. Yeah. That was never his job. No. And I think that he wasn't that he wasn't more camera-ready and out of central casting. Crushed us. Well, that, that unfortunately and I, I got that same vibe from Merrick Garland. He sounds, I mean, recently. listening to him is different than watching him because I just listened to him today mm -hmm. when he was talking about Merrick something. Garland? Yeah. And his voice is fine. I mean, it's like I don't judge people that way, but I want to know the content of what they're saying versus how they're saying. I don't care if he dresses like Kirsten Cinema at this point. 
what are you talking about? What are you doing? Now, Adam Schiff is concerned that things aren't happening fast enough. <clears throat> but I think that the January 6th committee and DOJ are working together. Merrick Garland's been around for 30 years. Isn't there somebody that knows him intimately, that's worked with him intimately, that can tell us how this guy thinks and what his methodology is? Well, I mean, I think it was Lawrence Tribe. I might be misquoting, but he was also, remember that you know, Mitch McConnell and a bunch of Republicans voted for this guy. It's like, oh my God. Please don't put the fact that Republicans voted for Orrin Hatch AG. was the guy that recommended for the head of the Republican for, for ranking member of the Judiciary yeah. Committee recommended for the Supreme Court. He he thought you know well, he's Obama a reasonable was gonna, jurist. He thought Obama was going to nominate you know like Justice you know Wanda Sykes or something says oh you're awesome. you're gonna you're gonna nominate somebody some crazy Justice liberal. Hillary Clinton. Why don't you actually nominate someone like you know Merrick Garland? And Obama said you know what okay that's exactly what I'm going to do. And then got zero votes. Yeah. Didn't no I'm sorry. Didn't even zero get an, hearings. Didn't, didn't get an opportunity for a vote. There was zero hearings. Like the level of crime, of political crime that was, I don't think is is really fully appreciated by history. It will be. And it's, le- it's led to the collapse. It's leading to the collapse of this country right now. It's 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 Neil Gorsuch is sitting in that seat, you know, and um, you know you got you got a hand to Mitch McConnell. Not only did he pull it off, but he also gambled. That that he also because you realize that a lot of people thought oh it's not a big deal because Hillary's going to win and she's yeah. going to win. He also had to gamble that Hillary was going to lose. Maybe he knew something. Well, that's what I've always thought. Maybe he knew something because that's a huge gamble to take. Unless he thought he was going to hang on to the Senate, he was going to keep it open for another four years. Which is also what he thought. I think he thought he may may I don't know. You know, there's no law that says there has to be nine members on the Supreme Court. No, it's expanded. There is no law. Because the court has gone bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller. Nine well, that's sp- not going to happen either until we get rid of the filibuster. That's also true. Ah, oh, geez. I'm tired. We have more show. Oh, God. I need a nap and a... Bourbon? A Danish. A da- I, have a, I have a red velvet cupcake. Would you like it? Do you like red velvet? Red velvet is just a fancy way of saying chocolate. Do you want it? I might want half. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> you can have all of it. Let me take a look at that thing. Okay. We're going to take a break. I'm going to have a cupcake and we're going to be right back. (laughs) I got to put my eyes on it, though. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. Yes, thank you. Yes. And thank you for my paycheck, Jody. Anytime. Well, You're every, my boss. Every, Jody's my boss, everyone. Nah, it's profit sharing. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we will talk at you guys next week.